Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Okay, so can we open with a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote? He said, make the most of yourself, for that is all there is of you. God, I love that. You know, my mom would tell me, we're all born nothing but a pile of potential. (laughs) She'd go, you couldn't even hold your own head up, Randy. (laughs) And it's our job to make the most of ourselves, for that is all there will ever be of us. Yet so many people are just existing in this world. Did you know that human beings are the only animals in the world that cheat themselves out of their potential? The only ones. Think about it. No one has ever looked at a tree and thought, darn, it could have been so much bigger. All trees naturally maximize their growth. Cheetahs run 60 miles an hour. But notice that all of them do. Not just the motivated ones, but they all do. Not one person lacks capacity on this planet. The fact is, we lack the time to maximize our capacity. There's no limits to how much we can learn, to what we can become. The key to the whole thing is found in the struggle. It's who we must become in the process of achievement that matters far more than the achievement. Because after all, records will be broken, championships will be forgotten, but what endures It's who you became in the process. That's what will last. Who you become is what you will attract in your life. There's a saying, misery loves company. You ever hear of it? Think about this. When we go to work, two things are happening at work. We're getting an income and we're becoming something in the process. You are changing. So am I. So is everyone around you. Who are we becoming? is far more important than what we are getting every day. After all, if work is making us cynical, we will magically find ourselves living in a cynical world. People that don't make the most of themselves find that there is very little of themselves. They live very little lives. We've said it before, everything worthwhile in this life, it's uphill. Everything. So embrace the climb, embrace the struggle. It's all mindset. Find a way to success and never find the excuse for failure. We may have circumstances, situations, and conditions in life, but that does not change the fact that we all have a choice to change what we do in our circumstances, situations, and condition in life. You with me on that? My mom would say to me, if it's to be, it's up to me. We've all heard that. After all, who's responsible for everything about me? Well, I am. Who's responsible for everything about you? Well, you are. After all, who talks for you? Who walks for you? Who sleeps for you? Who thinks for you? Who talks? You do. It's all you. It's all me. You see, the birthplace of all happiness and joy and success in life is personal accountability. It always starts there. If we're not responsible for our life, who is? The day we learn to work harder on ourselves than we do on our job is a great day. That's a great day. 
In today's world, there's people working harder on their lawns than they are on themselves. The life we're meant to live, you see, it's on the other side of a, of a commitment. It's on the other side of a decision. Motivation, excitement, follow-through, passion, the burning desire, it's all on the other side of a commitment that we make. We've talked about the word commitment before. When a person's committed, no one can stop them. And everybody knows where they're going. They are unstoppable because they made a commitment. So ask yourself, what is it that has the power to pull you into the future? Why are you here? Most people set no exciting, scary goals to accomplish in the future. So they're always stuck. They're always being sucked into the past. Can I close with a lesson from my mom? You know, one day after school, I was at the counter doing my homework. My mom was in a happy mood. She, she was always in a happy mood. <laughs> she, had, she had the milk out. And she just got done pouring a glass of milk. And she looked at me and said, you know, Randy, you know, our potential is kind of like this milk. Like, what do you mean, mom? Stuck in the refrigerator? She goes, no. She goes, if you drink it and pour it out in time, it's, it's good for you. But if you let it sit around long enough, it's going to get stinky. It'll start to get sour. No one likes it. Not even the milk. She goes, milk does a body good if you drink it in time. But after the expiration date, well, good luck. It might make you sick. This is how the potential within us is. Potential exercised and used, it does a body good. But if you let it sit around long enough, or your potential could make you sick, because you know what is possible, and you're just not doing it. And the longer it sits, the worse it gets. That's why some of us are miserable. The unlived potential within us begins to make us stink. Their potential's been sitting inside of them for so long that it's actually making them sour. They knew there was more to their life than what they're living, and it's just making them sick. And the more time that passes, the worse it gets. My mom looked in my eyes and said, don't be afraid to fail, Randy, because you'll never try. And if you never try, your potential will rot you out. The unlived potential becomes poisonous within people. She'd say, Randy, make sure you die empty. My eyes got big and I looked at her and that seems so mean, mom. She goes, yeah, don't die with one dream left inside of you. Get them all out. She told me another secret. She said, if you live the right way, thinking the right thoughts, doing the right thing, constantly working on becoming a better version of who you were yesterday, you'll never really max out your full potential. It's not possible, and that's okay. Because you can become someone magnificent along the way. I can tell you all, my mom, she was magnificent along the way. We'll keep this quick whenever you talk about your mom it's, it's like always like my i don't know there's like a part in my heart that opens up yeah i would have loved to meet right. you know what i mean like, yeah i know you'd it's love something. to meet them and right um but it's and every time we talk about her and just you and business in general it's just a lot of your it just seems like a lot of your lessons 
and what you've learned from her, you just carry over into your own life, into your own business practices. And it's kind of cool to see that someone has that huge, that mm -hmm. big of an impact mm -hmm. on someone. Yeah. Um, with that said, what, is there a main lesson? Is there one thing that stands out the most of what you learned from your mom that you, that you carry on throughout your business mm -hmm. practices? Like the best, the, I don't want to say the best one, but like sure. the biggest one, like there, the one that really stands out. Yeah, there, there is a biggest one. There, there is, you know, a lot of times in life, we're not sure what to do next. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That happens a lot, you know, especially as, as we grow up and there's, you know, life becomes more complicated and there's more moving parts. And mom would always say to me when I was a young kid, she'd go, when you're not sure what to do, Randy, you can almost finish the sentence, Ralph. I bet you know it. Just when, do it. Do it afraid. Well, when you're not sure what to do, just do the next right thing mm. and you'll be fine. You know, when you're not sure what to do, just do the next right thing. And that, that has come back to me so many times where I'm like, God, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, I guess I know the next right thing to do. And you just do that. And there's your path. Interesting. It's so, it makes life so simple. If you're not sure what to do, just do the next right thing. This, this ties into, remember we talked about apologies. I'm not <sighs> sure what to do. <laughs> what's the next right thing? Well, I can apologize, you know? Yeah, you know? Uh, and then you're you like, know? Uh, what's the next right thing to do? Yeah, right? <laughs> what would be the next <laughs> what's one? What's the next one? <laughs> Help good. me out, Sandy, please. Yeah, you know, all these sayings that mom said to me, it's almost like, in a lot of ways, I forgot them for 10 years. And then those, the seeds were planted. And, the, and they're just beginning to sprout. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited, really excited lately in life because there's some things popping out that mom planted so long ago. I'm just amazed by it. It's just, yeah, I think, holy cow, mom. Thank you for doing that. You know, mom achieved significance in her life. You know, success, you know, I, I like to think success is easy. Success is something that's measured in things and money and stuff like that. And, you know, and I don't want to make light of making money because someone has pushed back. They go, making money is not easy. And I go, and I remember saying like, Hey, maybe not. I don't know. But there's rules of the game. And if you follow the rules, you'll play the game right and you'll make the money. You know, money's associated to risk. So if you want more money, you got to take risk. And if you're not willing to take the risk, then you ain't going to get the money. I mean, it's this simple, you know? So when people go, yeah, money's hard to make. It's like, no, money's not hard to make. It's hard to make the decision to take, take the risk. That's what's hard. The money's not. So interesting. Right. So it's, it's kind of like success is easy if you're willing to play the game right and you're willing to leverage yourself and, and learn and do what you need to do, you know, to be successful. But significance is a whole new level. Significance is impacting the people around you to be a better version than who they were yesterday. But in order to do that, you have to plant little seeds here and there. And you never know when they're going to come up. So you're up against this thing where you're working like crazy. You're not getting any positive feedback. And here my mom, my mom lived and died. And she didn't see a whole lot. Here we are 18 years later. And if she could see what she did today, oh my God. Yeah. She would go. I don't know what she would go, actually. I don't know. But I mean, she, she achieved significance because her influence today is bigger than it was when she's alive. Do you think she'd be shocked? Shocked as no. in like, wow, my son listened? Like, no. No? No, she wouldn't be. No, she, Not meaning that in a disrespectful way. Because like, no, I, I, no. I know if my mom said something to me and I took it and just did yeah. it, she'd be like, whoa. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, absolutely. But growing up, like I was someone... I kind of always listen to mom. Britt Brit didn't so much. <laughs> and if Britt listens, you go, yeah, not really. <laughs> you know, but I, I was a kid that I always wanted to honor my mom and listen to my mom. And, and in a lot of ways, I was trapped in this world where I didn't have to make any decisions, Ralph. If I had a hard decision in my life, I just asked my mom, mom, what do you think? She would tell me what to do and I would do it. It, it, it never led me wrong. I would just, it was just that simple because I knew mom had my best long-term best interest of mine. I could ask her when mom died. Oh my God, who do I ask now? Wow. That was the first time I began thinking on my own. And that's when I made huge changes in my life. That's that kind Crazy. of it's hard. It did, yeah. yeah. Wow. 
But I can tell you that, and part of the reason probably I leaned on her so hard, I didn't have, didn't have to make decisions is, you know, because I knew she would just gear me the right way. And I didn't have to think much. Just tell me, what, what do you think, mom? And she would just tell me the next thing to do and I would do it and all was well. It seemed to be working out. So why change the formula? But then when she's gone, well, yeah. now look out. That's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. I remember being scared to death. Really? Yeah. I remember thinking, oh my God, there's some giant things coming, you know, and the giant changes in life. And boy, did they ever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Sandy. Great stuff, right? Man, good old mom.